Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Imperfect Podcast. Um, If you're watching on video, uh, you get to see these stellar hats that mom and I have on. Before we started recording, I I joked with mom. I said, people are going to think I'm bald because I've got my hair in a bun and it's hiding all behind the hat. (laughs) Well, it seems appropriate that we wear something significant to the Happy New Year that we're coming into. (laughs) I promise I have I have promise I have hair though. (laughs) (laughs) She does. So being New Year's, we thought it was the most opportune time to talk about our new goals for the year. If we have some resolutions and even accomplishments that we uh, are proud of in the past year. Yeah. So obviously for me, one of the big ones would be the podcast that mom and I started. So that was end of September that we started that. And, uh, it's crazy to see how far we've come in just a few short months and, uh, how much further we'll go with that. And every day we're learning new things and what works best for us and everything. So yeah, it's something fun that mom and I get to do. And I really enjoy that. Um, I also decided to continue my education while I'm growing in my career. So I'm doing some courses on the side just because I find them interesting and why not? And there's never a loss in learning. That's how I see it. So I, I'm super proud of myself for acting on those feelings of, oh, I'm interested in that. Maybe I should learn a bit more. Um, so I continue to go to the gym and, uh, even though there's obviously some ups and downs happening, I've been consistent through the year of, you know, but in previous years, I would completely stop for months on end. And, um, this year I've been consistent, you know, there's just been some off times and, uh, I'm excited because mom started coming to the gym with me as well. So that's fun. Um, I've also taken my house. (laughs) Well, we won't get into that. No, it is fun. And it's nice to know that um, mom's there in the morning and it kind of creates this accountability when you know someone's waiting for you to be there or someone's wanting you to be there or um, it just kind of pushes you out the door a little bit more. It must for you too, mom. Um, I've learned, I don't know, probably about 10 years ago that if there's something I want to do, I have to be prepared to do it by myself oh, because for sure. it's, it's not always somebody that's going to be there, but I do have to agree, you know, like if we know that we're both planning to go, it makes it a little easier to get through and we can joke our way through it some days. And, <laughs> you know, you've been uh, super helpful to me in, in getting back to something that uh, I didn't really know how to do. So that was mm-hmm. a little intimidating. So it's, it's great to have you there to help me. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, that's nice that I've just, con- the whole point is, is I've continued through the years. So, and it's nice that mom has started to go. So it's something we can do together. So that's nice. Um, I've also taken my health seriously this year when it comes to, um, you know, toxins and perfumes and things like that. Um, that was something I wanted to implement for a long time, but it's so easy, you know, you have this lineup of four or five perfumes that you have and continue to use and you feel awful throwing them out. But I've just made family and friends know that I just 
I can't handle those smells anymore. So I took that seriously. Um, I've also been serious and honest when it comes to my relationships with people. So for people who have proven themselves not to make time for me or to seem to make me a priority, I, I keep them in, you know, in further distance, there's no hard feelings or anything, but I just prioritize the people that do make time for me and show me how much they uh, recognize me and appreciate me. So I've uh, taken that seriously this year as well. So super happy and proud of myself for doing that as well. And just as another thing, I'm super proud that I've found and prioritized reading again, because I do love to read. Um, but it's one of those things that, oh, it's not something really important. I can put that on the back burner. And But I've prioritized it again. And it's I'm really glad I got back to reading again. Yeah. So for me, of course, the podcast, uh, that's really stretched me in a lot of ways, <laughs> whether it's a stupid TikTok or just being in front of a camera. That's not a feeling I was familiar with. So I'm a little awkward sometimes. Maybe that's why. Um, also, a few months ago, like Kennedy mentioned, I started the habit of going to the gym. And I mean, I'm sure we can all relate to the fact of, you know, new year and start new, gonna, you know, take the bull by the horns. I'm gonna look entirely different or, or, you know, overcome these challenges in regard to work or personal life or whatever. And, you know, we start off with a bang and often, before too long, you know, it's not working out the way we planned and we might give up. So it's been nice to have the accountability with Kennedy and have her help in that. Um, just taking baby steps, I wanted to make it more of a habit to be going. And uh, now that the new year's upon us, of course, uh, I'm going to take a look at cleaning up my eating and this time around, I think I'm more in the headspace of nourishing my body and making it a long-term something I can live with as opposed to, you know, how fast can we lose however much weight or whatever. Mm -hmm. So um, I've also recognized now that the uh, implications of what we're eating, you know, it's, it's like if you put crappy things into your car, you can't expect it to work efficiently. So looking at it from that perspective. I also plan to continue holistically, you know, to work towards better mental health, physical health, emotional health, not just reducing the number on the scale or trying to look a certain way for others, which might have been how I approached it in the past. So hmm. um, also, I've invested a lot of time and effort in areas of study that I have been interested in many years. Yeah. Um, stuff like vibrational sound therapy the body and studying its electromagnetic biofield, uh, quantum physics. It's kind of interesting stuff to me. Never thought you would make it here. Quantum physics. I thought you Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, really it's, you know, it's a lot about our connections to each other in the world. And mm -hmm. that's really fascinating to me. Um, I've learned more on acupuncture and the energy systems of the body and how the central nervous system tries to cope under stress and where there's breakdowns in that area. Uh, I've also learned how to assist the body in releasing stored trauma and emotions. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, with all that education, I've also gotten to learn a lot more about myself and know myself better. 
I've integrated learning into my own life, which helps me make major strides in physical, mental, emotional health. Um, it's really been quite groundbreaking for me. And it's helped me to stay focused on paying better attention to that little voice inside my body or, you know, just saying, hey, something's wrong here or physical symptoms that creep up or arise in my body that have been trying to scream at me for years saying like, hey, there's something not right here. So mm -hmm. anyway, that's that's been really helpful in my journey. And lastly, with all that education, I'm currently taking steps to move towards practicing as an integrative healthcare practitioner. So that's cool. Yeah. And I just wanted to add to, uh, in preparing for today's episode, mom and I were talking about, well, it'd be cool if we kind of reflected on what we've done through the year. And I said, I wrote a couple things down for me. Now, mom, like, write a few things that you feel you've accomplished in 2022. And mom's like, I don't know that I've accomplished anything. And my jaw dropped. No, and it's funny, but I just wanted to bring attention to that because it's funny how much other people see that we accomplish. And we're just like, we just brush it off like, oh, I didn't do anything this year. And it's hard to talk about yourself sometimes. Um, but as we started to talk about it, mom was like, oh, okay, I guess I did a couple things. But for me, like 2021. I'm not crying. I'm just my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> sentimental. Uh, but 2021 and 2022, I feel like were mom's big years. Um, one of like the two years that I find. How do you mean that exactly? No, I mean like <laughs> she's done so much, and it's funny how like your perception of your life was. I didn't do a whole lot. So anyway, it's just kind of interesting. Um, and so we also wanted to talk about the history of New Year's and New Year's Eve and things like that. Um, and it was kind of just found by mistake, to be honest, we were just looking for some information to talk about. And it was actually quite in-depth um, information that mom had found on the history of New Year's. And I had no idea. So people have actually been making New Year's resolutions since 153 BC. So that's a long time and I didn't realize that was like how far it's been a thing maybe it's been genetically passed and in, in our maybe. DNA because it's been going on so long you know and January 1st is coming and we feel feel this feeling to you know step yeah. up and what am I going to do with myself this year? I have to do something this year right. yeah right <laughs> so ancient Babylonians were the first to hold recorded celebrations and honor the new year and actually for them the New Year started about mid-March when the crops were planted and it ended up being a massive 12-day religious festival and during that time they made promises to the gods to repay their debts and return objects that they had borrowed and their belief was that if they followed through on their promises that good luck would come to them and if not then <laughs> yeah um and then as of 46 bc julius caesar introduced the new calendar and declared january 1st as the start of a new year so it was named january for janus the roman two-faced god i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right but i'm just assuming so with the comparison with january right. um but one of the faces looked backwards into the old year um and the other into the future so perhaps this is why the belief that as the clock strikes midnight all will start afresh 
Yeah, like looking forward, not looking yeah. back anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, we found that uh, the history on early Christians, the first day of the new year became an occasion for them to think about their past mistakes and resolve to do better in the future. Uh, their traditions led to the creation of services that occurred usually on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. And they were called, well, I guess if it was New Year's Eve, watch night services. Mm -hmm. And uh, they included scripture readings, hymn singings, and reflection time, uh, often spent praying and making resolutions for the new coming year. Yeah, so we wanted to talk about um, knowing all of that. And, you know, we obviously, this is a tradition that's been going on for ages. Um, so our resolutions even successful. So According to our findings, as many as 45% of the population make New Year's resolutions, but only about 8% seem to be successful in achieving them. And the reasons why people have reported that they just didn't stick to their resolutions is that, you know, they've overcomplicated or they've set goals or resolutions that are too hard. So some re resolutions um, have too many steps that need to happen and it can make it difficult to form a habit. You can't just, you know, start something as of today and expect it to just fall into your lap. So the focus needs to be broken down into doable steps. So a lot of people think about, for example, um, going on a diet or quitting smoking or those are popular ones. But you can't just expect to quit cold turkey with smoking today. You have to take steps. So maybe that's if you smoke a pack of cigarettes a day, maybe you go, well, I'm going to do one less cigarette. And eventually you're going to end up with maybe smoking one cigarette a day. And that's when you can go, okay, today's the day. I smoke one cigarette a day now. Instead of just going, okay, as of tomorrow, I'm not smoking anymore because that's just bound to fail I can, um, I can speak from that exact mm -hmm. example ironically we didn't discuss this previous um when I had tried to quit smoking I had smoked for quite a number of years and I did exactly that method I was going to take one pack out of my cigarette pack or one one cigarette out of my pack every day until I got down to and really to be honest um till I got down to about three it wasn't awful because I always knew it was there if I needed it. Yeah. And even one, you know, I knew it was there if I needed it. And boys, that last one cigarette it was lit and unlit 10 times, like just, you know, and it was more in my head. I don't even know, like, of course there was a physical component there, but the panic level of <gasps> it's gone. And There's no it. security blanket there for me when I need it. Yeah. Can I have one more last last cigarette like yeah. it, it it was very strange psychologically for me to observe my own reaction in that so. and that's a lot of I find a lot of resolutions a lot of goals a lot of things that people want to do or improve about themselves it's all mental it seems it's like 95% mental and 5% physical I'm just throwing those numbers out there I don't know if that's realistic but it's that's how it is really mm -hmm. that's how it feels um mm -hmm. but yeah, another reason why people say that they tend to not be able to stick to the resolutions is they're not realistic. So just to add to that, it's um, you need to be realis realistic in setting the goals that are achievable. So it'd be nice to also win the lottery, but resolutions are about dealing with things that are within your control. So you can't just go, I'm going to win the lottery this year. 
it, it there's Whoa, many I'd playing like factors <laughs> there's many playing factors into that so you you have to be realistic too so right right so we thought we'd have a look at uh some things that we could find that would help resolutions to stick and actually be more attainable so first off the act of making a resolution is powerful in and of itself and if for many people it serves as the motivation or the focus to to keep going and and keep that wheel moving but uh, we also found some examples of where it can be overwhelming at the same time yeah like I had um my friend texted me uh, I don't know if it was New Year's, no, it wouldn't have been New Year's Eve, but a couple days ago. And she just explained to me that, you know, every year it seems that there is this anxiety that builds near the end of the year of this expectation that I'm supposed to, you know, new year, new me. And, you know, it's a new year, so I have to do something with purpose. Um, but it's inter like, it doesn't have to be January 1st. It can be, be any time of year. So it's just the way she worded it to me. I found it was interesting because I never thought of it that way. And I realized when she said it, that I kind of have those feelings too, about like, I have to do something that's going to be with purpose. Otherwise my year is just a dud, but, um, so there can be anxiety with the new year coming too. Mm -hmm. So we found, um, some work done by George Dornan it's called the smart goal setting framework and it it was uh i guess it was him and arthur miller and a guy named james cunningham um they came up with a system based around the the word smart i'm not sure if the term is acronym mm. is that right yeah and uh each of the letters in the word smart stand for a particular um, thing that can help us to manage and move forward in keeping our goals so do you want to go through them there kennedy yeah, so the first one, so starting with S, so going through SMART, uh, specific. So you need to articulate the resolution as clearly as possible. Then you have measurable, uh, which is quantify your resolution if possible. Uh, attainable, so choose a goal within the realm of possibility yet challenging, like we were just talking about. Um, relevant, so keep it relevant to your priorities and goals, and it has to be important to you. It needs to be something for you, um, and it needs to be time sensitive for a T. Uh, give yourself a time frame in which to achieve a goal, so a deadline will instill some urgency and provide a time when you can celebrate your success. So it's I, I think of work because you think of deadlines with work. Uh, if they told me I just had to do this and this and this by the end of the year I'd sit back and do nothing and jam pack it all at the end but um, because there's we I'm in accounting so we work in this monthly cycle or weekly cycle and I know I'm expected to have certain things done by a certain time and if those deadlines weren't there to begin with I'd have a hard time getting them done yeah I think we've all seen the last minute scramble and <laughs> just as you were talking about that it made me think of the tortoise and the hare right yeah because the hare just took a nap under a tree and meanwhile the tortoise kept going at it and he it's it's really good uh advice for this particular episode this, mm -hmm. this slow and steady wins the race because yeah. in the end he did because the rabbit procrastinated and wasted time and didn't have a measurable uh time you know a yeah. measurable time that he wanted to get the, something accomplished by yeah, exactly. Yeah. So another mindset 
that we wanted to uh, mention because I really appreciate this um, is the try to do 1% better every day. So if you break your goals up into smaller and achievable goals, eventually they'll build up to something larger. So again, slow and steady wins the race. So if you do 1% better every day, and that can look different for everyone, um, by the end of the year, you're going to be 365% better than when you were last year. So mm. to you don't have to be 365% better tomorrow but you can look at it in a week term or a month term or a year term. But the whole point is to just do 1% better, always looking for the next step. Right. And we've also found it's better to tackle one goal or resolution very well than to set out to, you know, I'm going to fix my finances and go on a diet and start training for a 5k and, you know, learn how to do rowing and all these other things. If you put too much on your already, uh, time restricted plate chances are you're gonna get overwhelmed and you'll be more likely to fail it's better to just pick one thing to focus in on and get a handle on that I think yeah and you've got to make sure that the goals are for you so you would actually be surprised at how often people set goals that are not for themselves and they can be dictated or coerced by a manager a spouse any family member at that um, and you just feel pressure to do something for someone else but it can be perceived as for you but it's not actually for you so mm -hmm. a great example of that is I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year is that for you or is that for oh I'm going to lose 50 pounds so my partner loves me more yeah so you really got to actually look at is it that I actually want to better my health and lose weight or is it that I'm just looking for affirmation from my partner that's true i can speak to that uh the number of times that i've lost and gained weight you know it's kind of a shame but mm. uh when i look back to the reasons as to why of course i wanted to lose weight and i wanted to look better but it wasn't entirely for me mm -hmm. and there were often other uh factors that that had to do with my reasons and uh, I have to wonder now if that's why you know here I'm starting the journey again but this time it's all for me so we'll see how it goes yeah like you have to be self-centered I mean people are so scared of that word but you have to be I in mean, those regards yeah yeah for sure. well and I mean I mean yes depending on the situation <laughs> but I'm saying sometimes you people are scared of that word like oh they're self-centered it seem as seen as like a negative word but sometimes you have to put yourself first because at the end of the day all you have is you for sure so mm -hmm. you have to make sure that these goals are for you right so if you want to uh, make a few goals and resolutions we'd advise you to write them down and mm -hmm. it sounds kind of silly to think like hey I could forget what my goal is but if you are documenting them, you can also keep track of your accomplishments and uh, you can also cross things off the list, which is a, a big thing for many people. I it love really, doing that. Yeah, yeah. I do it yeah. in many aspects of my life to cross that off. Even in my phone notepad, you can do a checklist and you can hit the little box that it just crosses the whole thing off. And it's so satisfying to know, hey, I did that. <laughs> yeah my my favorite uh, replication of that of course crossing things off is cool but um I a um 
office supply store had something called an easy button, which I thought was just hilarious because, you know, it was like the little pat on the back. That was easy. Yeah. You know? So I thought that was really cool when they had come out with that. Mm -hmm. So, and by writing them down, it can also, like Mom was saying, eliminate the possibility of forgetting the goal, but it also sets an intention. So it creates this constant reminder. So if you have a little notebook beside your bed, and even if the notebook's not open, if you see that notebook and you know your goals are written in there, it's a constant reminder of just looking at the notebook that my goals are in there. And I can't forget that I've set goals for myself. Mm -hmm. And it, it, by not writing them down, it's a little bit easier to forget or even ignore that. There's no that documented like, oh, well, I didn't set the intention for that. So I, I wasn't, I didn't really mean it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't achieve it, it's a little easier to forget. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. So another suggestion we have is to share your resolutions with others. So it's great to make a resolution for yourself, but to, and to write it down. But if you know, if no one else sorry if no one else knows about it um again it's easy to forget or ignore it so it creates this accountability approach so um some people even post their resolutions or goals on facebook and i mean i don't know that i would be the person that would want to be public like that but i would probably tell my partner or my friend or my mom or something like that just so that i have a friend that uh, and bless her heart <laughs> she checks in on me when it comes to an online course that I'm doing and she'll go, so how's that going? And I'll be like, um, <laughs> forgot that existed, <laughs> but thank you yeah. for checking in on me. So, but it yeah. creates this accountability. It does. And also I've noticed with myself, uh, and I think I don't stand alone here in saying often we will get things done for other people to be yeah. more accountable to them when, often we might just let it slide or say I'll do it tomorrow if it's just us and us you know mm -hmm. so it creates a sense of guilt like you've let them down almost for not achieving your goal yeah so. and not that we're trying to pump the guilt you know no. No. <laughs> but uh it, it's different things work for different people and if that motivates you to to stay accountable to people yeah it might mm -hmm. be something to look at doing yeah. And another great and useful tool is um, technology. Mm. We are at a bigger advantage in some ways when it comes to the time that we live in with technology. So if, for example, you're trying to go to bed earlier this year because you need to make sleep a priority and you know it has an impact on your day-to-day -day life if you don't get enough sleep, you can set reminders and just as simple as your phone calendar, for example, uh, that if you're sitting in the living room watching a TV show or whatever and your phone dings and you look and it says, go to bed, well, okay. You can't make me. <laughs> right. But it goes, oh, geez, I didn't even know it was that time of night. So yeah, right. I better get ready for bed. So um, that's an idea. I know there's some apps now that remind you to drink a glass of water every so often. And even so, you can get, um, if you're trying to set a priority when it comes to um, what you're eating and trying to put your health at a priority. Um, there's apps that will send you notification and say at like three o'clock, it'll say, mm, excuse me, you didn't track your lunch. What did you eat today? And oh, sorry, right. I better put that in. So um, yeah, we're at a huge advantage with technology. Nutritional values, you can find them. Yeah. Easy Google search if you're tracking calories or fat or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, also what you mentioned about the, you know, setting yourself a reminder to go to bed, it, it's kind of a bizarre concept to set an alarm. I mean, we set an alarm to get up in the morning, but to set an alarm to go to bed at night, True. it's, it's a little bit different thinking, right? Yeah. So yeah. Sometimes out of the box can be good. I made a uh, personal commitment in the last year to try to intentionally doing do things differently because your mind gets used to the same old loop and it, it doesn't veer outside of the, you know, the blinders that you have on unless you take steps to make your environment different or take a different route to work or do a different order of things. One day I get up and I, everything I had to do for the day I did in the reverse order, which it stretches your, your brain power a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I didn't know you even tried that. <laughs> So we also suggest that you review your resolutions regularly. So the more frequent, the better, obviously. You don't have to be obsessive about it, but um, monthly would be suffice just to remind yourself and go, again, like having the notebook nearby, it's, it's a reminder of, right, and it sets an intention of, I want to do this. I don't want to forget about doing this. And if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. So um, like I said, you don't want to be obsessive about it. So um, you don't want to do something, for example, like weighing yourself every day or, you know, driving your friends nuts about something. So, yeah. So if you fall off track, uh, make sure to get back on quickly. I've seen myself <clears throat> make this mistake quite a few times. You know, it's easy to get discouraged and say, you know, I suck and I'll never get whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, we should always leave room for mistakes and setbacks. And finishing something later than you wanted isn't necessarily a failure or skipping uh, something, doing something differently than what you planned. Often our plans don't turn out 100% like mm -hmm. we had hoped. And giving some effort, you know, whether it's 75% or even 50% is better than mm -hmm. 0% and you're still going to be further ahead in the end. So mm -hmm. once a mistake or setback is made, you know, just, yeah, everybody messes up. So move on to the next thing and don't let a few small mistakes, you know, that you make whatever end of January, mid February for some resolution you may have set. Don't let that spoil the entire year and the entire resolution just kind of you know regroup start again yeah and uh, I just wanted to add to it's so easy to feel like you're alone uh in your progress uh so just again going back to the losing weight or making your health a priority those sorts of goals are very popular so it's an easy one to revisit time and time again um it's so easy to see on social media, someone's transformation photos, mm. but they don't show the through however many months or years that they struggled or um, we just went past the holidays recently. So obviously the holidays, I mean, there's not salad at every dinner, you know what I mean? So um, you don't see the ups and downs of their journey and the journey is the big chunk of it. Um, the transformation photo is a one point in time. It's the beginning and it's the end. So right. just remember that you're not alone and everything doesn't just happen with a snap of a finger. So, right. So if you're drawing a blank on what you could possibly even want to achieve this year, if you feel that little drive to 
to do something, but it's a bit overwhelming like we had uh, talked about previous. We came up with some fun and simple ideas that, you know, just baby steps, little improvements in your life, stuff like we discussed, go to bed on time or plan a monthly friend date, learn to do some budgeting, uh, especially in today's situation, you know, that's going to pay off. And I, I think it's going to be something that we're all going to learn to uh, have to learn to do at some point here, if you're not yeah. already, yeah. you know, make an effort to eat healthier, even little, you know, adding some vegetables in, whether that's pureeing them or chopping them super small or replacing, <laughs> you know, some of the other ingredients with healthier choices, Mm. Uh, learn to do something new every day or week or you know just as long as there's some sort of a time schedule that keeps you accountable mm -hmm. it's really cool I can speak to this to to stimulate your brain and learn something new whether it's through reading or a podcast or a course or and know, it doesn't even have to be like that it could sit in the living room with a paintbrush and a canvas and mm. just learn different techniques of how the paintbrush flows across the page or it doesn't right. have to be complicated um to further some more ideas that mom and I had um go for a walk once a day uh give gratitude every day laugh out loud at least once a day so I've actually heard I don't know where it was it's just something I've heard in the run of a regular day um that even if you just smile even if you're having an absolute crap day, your body is tricked to believe that you are happy. So it releases happy hormones. So just to try to be intentional with laughing or at least smiling um, a couple times a day, uh, just having that intention. Um, you can read more, invest in yourself more. So like the cost of a course or a consultation with a professional or even a vacation is worth your money and your time. Um, you need to invest in yourself. Oftentimes we put ourselves on the back burner because we want other, we want to see other people thrive, but what about us? Um, mm -hmm. Drinking water more. Um, I've heard a lot of people say they hate the taste of water. Um, I can't relate to that, but there's, there's loopholes with that. So they have water enhancers now. And although that's not 100% water, there's additives that you're putting into it. Again, it's a step forward in the right direction of at least setting the intention of I'm going to drink even more liquids, like even if it was teas, like that's better than nothing. So right. yeah, there's lots of ideas and don't feel overwhelmed either to pick one or 10 or any of these, like just setting the attention for one. If you just go, I'm going to go to bed on time yeah. every weekday for this year. Yeah. Start with that. Yeah. Uh, something I also find that I myself struggle with is uh, recognizing, well, like you mentioned before, recognizing our own achievements. So, mm -hmm. you know, something as simple as making a point of when you're brushing your teeth in the morning to mentally compliment yourself, you know, like, yeah. Hey, you're looking pretty good or you know I'm proud of you for eating breakfast as you had planned as opposed to you know that look at you getting rid of that pimple that's been there for a month <laughs> go you yeah. <laughs> you're looking yeah. great <laughs> yeah stuff like like that yeah yeah so um also know that just because it is the new year it doesn't mean you're expected to start right now so perhaps you already have a system in place in your life that works for you. 
and how you want to achieve goals. And that is totally okay. Again, to my point earlier, when I was speaking with my friend, there's a lot of pressure that you and anxiety about having to figure out what you're going to do for this year. And people are already talking about what they're going to do. And you see all of these posts and things and um, just know that it's January. I guess when this comes out, it'll be January 2nd, but um, it's just a new year. If you decide I'm going to do it on a random Wednesday when I feel good and ready, that's it's your life you've got to do what works best for you so just know that even though the pressure is there you're not expected to do anything right now that's right and remember there's all kinds of resources that you might want to look into um some that we've already mentioned before like alarms on your phone or trackers on your phone also there's stuff like vision boards or life coaches uh some pretty good books out there too yeah i actually wanted to bring up i have it with me um some people may have seen this book before um if you're not watching a video it's called atomic habits by james clear and um I find that is an amazing resource. It's almost like, I don't want to call it a textbook. I don't want people to be scared away from it or anything. Um, but I say that meaning that you're almost going to want a highlighter when you read it because there's so much use useful information in there. And um, the 1% better every day for a year that I mentioned earlier, um, I don't know if it was his idea originally, but he mentions that in the book. So it's that kind of material. Um, and I found, um, I find self-help books, they're kind of touch and go, but this one is a win for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, we found that it was important to set your intention, uh, whether that's through meditation or just quiet time. Uh, I took steps this year to just sit with no music and no TV and no phone and no and a lot of times outside, that was really helpful for me and interesting. You know, it, I believe in our lives, we keep ourselves so busy and stimulated all the time. Even when we're not busy, we're looking at our phone or we're watching the show or we're, you know, we're busying ourselves with the kids or tasks that need to be done. And we don't give ourselves sometimes the space to let the new ideas come in or inspiration or things that do need to be focused in on um, journaling is a big a big thing for many people and we came across something that's really kind of neat mm. that I'm thinking about trying it's called manifestation journaling and it works in a way that you write your intentions down for the day but you do it in the past tense so um, you could say today I did x and it made me feel x so there's no real hedging about what happened or what's going to happen or what your intention is you write it down as if it's already happened so it, mm -hmm. it reinforces you from from the front end I think uh, I I think it's a really good it, idea it's kind of reverse psychology yeah so it'll be interesting yeah. I, I want to try that too because I didn't even consider that as an option didn't think of that before and we came across it and it's just it is a great idea because then you're setting that intention of I've already done it right so there's no question so some yeah and for me also something like uh listening to motivational people or reading motivational people's books mm -hmm. um or podcasts or that sort of thing i call it my brain candy and uh it, it's really opened up a lot for me and yeah continue to educate yourself and, and give your your brain some substance to think about and mull over and self-reflect i think that's important 
Mm-hmm. And I think mom listens to Tony Robbins. Um, Sometimes, and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he suggests that creating sustainable daily habits. So one of his favorite quotes is by Aristotle and it's, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. So Mm. he believes that focusing on your goals is more complex than it appears. So it actually works both on a subconscious and a conscious level. So just thinking about your goals directs your attention to resources and opportunities that will help you achieve them. Mm. It's the concept of, you know, when you say something to someone and they say, let me think on it. Sometimes they don't always directly have to be thinking about it, but it's rolling around in your head, right? So Mm -hmm. I totally see what he's saying there subconsciously and consciously, it does direct your attention. It's almost like when you uh, might be shopping for a car and you look for months, perhaps a month, two months, you know, you know, kind of what you're looking for. And so you're finally settling and purchase a car, but then this strange phenomenon happens, whether it's a car or a house or something that you were looking for at the mall or on sale, you start to continuous, even after you've purchased the car, yeah. you, your brain is still like pulling in information specific to the focus that you were looking for. So suddenly Kennedy might be seeing a bunch of red cars because yeah. you know that's what she settled on it. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen numerous times with Me too. Num- numerous things in my life. So it, it does set the tone, I think, in your brain for things to work around in there and, and move you closer to what it is that you had set your intention on. Yeah. And when a behavior becomes a habit, it is embedded in your subconscious. So that behavior just kind of goes on autopilot. So um, it's the same as mom, for example, um, when she just started at the gym with me uh, recently, she her focus was mainly on creating that habit of getting up, putting on her shoes, putting on her clothes, going to the gym early in the morning with me. Um, her focus was less on the nutrition aspect and what actual movements or like she could go to the gym and just do stretching. Um, but her focus was, let's start by creating the habit. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I, that includes, you know, making a fail proof way of getting there. So my sneakers are ready. My um, earbuds are ready. They're in the sole of the, or right inside the sneaker. So I can't walk out the door and forget them. Mm -hmm. I've already had my water poured. It's ready to go. Uh, My clothes are sitting there. So, you know, I'd have to actually walk around things to avoid avoid it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's, it's no fun getting up. We've had great weather, but it's no fun getting up at five 30 in the morning and getting ready to go to the gym and, you know, going outside in the cold and all that sort of thing. But once I'm in the car and I'm, you know, even halfway of the drive, it's like I, I pass this little ticker tape that goes, okay, now you're ready to go to the gym. Yeah. And, and suddenly it's your focus changes from how hard this is and how I don't want to get up to, okay, go into the gym. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's been helpful for me to, to set myself up to succeed. Yeah. So in looking at moving into the new year, if you do plan to set re- resolutions that you'd like to achieve this year, it is important to keep in mind that you need to identify who you are in this process and planning who you want to be and what's important to you and what will be your push or motivation through the difficult times. Yeah. And again, back to the back to the gym, just because it's a current top of mind thing for me right now. Um 
here's an honesty fact that I had to convince myself to go to the gym by promising that I would drive up the road and drive through and get a coffee when I was done. And I did do that for about the first week, then I was aware I didn't want to make that a new no-no habit. So I kind of cut it back, but that's what it took to get, get me started. And of course, now it will be petered off more, but in those early days, I needed some extra motivation. Well, it was like a mini reward. Like you, yeah. you made it to the gym and if you didn't make it outside of the house today, you wouldn't have been able to go through the drive-thru and get a coffee, right. but because you're out, you know, let's reward yeah. yourself. I created that habit. So, um, Again, and these are supposed to, we can't forget, this is where a lot of people falter, is that these are supposed to be lifelong practices that you're trying to set in and put into your life. So it's not a one-time fix. Um, and that can also be daunting for some people. But if you want to make a positive impact on yourself um, and you want to make a change, you've got to remember it's just not a, it's not a 2023 decision. It should be something that you want to continue through your whole life. So again, slow and steady wins the race and some progress is better than none. You need to be gentle with yourself and appreciate even just the efforts. Like mom was saying, even 10% effort into the resolution today is better than zero. So um, appreciate your efforts and in trying to make yourself better and trying to um, implement new things into your life. Right. So we've given you a lot to think about today and that's it for us. So happy new year to you and yours and we'll see you next Monday. See you guys. If you or someone you know has a unique story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at theimperfectpodcast@outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week. week.